completely. Here, let's do it again. Got it. Piece of cake. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? Hello to everyone else at home. This is new and nice because I can see you all. I can see you all. Uh, it's Thursday, May 25th, 2023. USA Grand Tour is the topic this evening. But in reality, it's another winged show. We're winging it. We're winging it with you. We didn't think we'd be here. We weren't sure. There's no show. It's just us. It's just us. Um, there's a bunch of stuff on the blue card, though, so we're going to be getting to it. Uh, did we ever do the East Coast feed the other day? We talked all about it. Yeah, I thought the same thing. We didn't do it. We didn't do the East Coast feed. So we're going to be doing the East Coast feed. Stolen Executive BMW M3 Limited Edition Stolen M3 from BMW of Ridgefield. Stay tuned for that. We're going to play that early on when we get to the desk. Uh, we need your iPhones 11 Pro or newer. Uh, if you've got an old iPhone in the drawer, we need it. Lauren, I'm sorry, but we're having issues. Will on camera one, we're having issues as well. Um, and the big road trip. And anything else you want to talk about, that's what's going on tonight. The good news is, look who's here. There she is. There she is. <laughs> Pirate talk. Good evening, Pirate talk. Welcome back to Pirate Talk. Hmm. I'm here too. Is there anything else? Oh, and somebody else is here. Look at that. Canada showed up. Hi, Canada. Hey, I didn't think there was a show. I apologize. Well, there really was. There isn't. There isn't much. <laughs> I'm sorry you showed up. There isn't much of a show, that's for sure. Uh, we're winging it. We're winging it. And uh, you can see we're, we're starting right now with that. <laughs> Excellent. How's it going, Mike? Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. I'm excited about winging it with you. I'm winging it. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm winging it over here now. On my way. See if that one wakes up. Yay. We've winged it over here. Will. Well, that was good. Welcome back. <laughs> All shows should be like this. Enough with the fanfare. Oh, shit. I missed a text from Magnus. Oh, geez. All right. Well, shit. He'll understand that we're on the air. Get back to that in a few minutes. Good evening. Welcome back, everybody. It is... Did I tell you already? Oh, yes. fuck. I forgot the card over there. Here. Here's the thing. Will, take it away, would you?
too. Thursday, May 25th is the day, 2023. We're back. Uh, we're winging it. We're winging it with you. Got my flashlight in case anybody needs anything. I'll find it. <laughs> and, and because I want to get this out of the dust, there's a bullet. Somebody left a bullet up at GBBC. No, that's not true. There was, somebody found a bullet up at uh, Site B. Uh, I'm gonna, I, you can't throw this away. I don't know what to do with it. Is this, is this, we wanted to just chuck it. We're like, but oh, what if it lands on a rock and fucking explodes? Yeah. Anyway, there's this bullet. Don't know what to do with it. <laughs> fucking. What a weird problem to have. Good evening. Yeah, exactly. Good evening. Uh, if I didn't say so before, we're talking to you and anything you want to talk about, uh, including the Instagram window cam over there. Uh, I've got some business to get to. East Coast feeds stolen, <sighs> stolen BMW, stolen M3, limited edition M3. Let's just do that first. I already told you all about it twice. Let's not forget <laughs> it again. Uh, East Coast feed uh, BMW of Ridgefield in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Steve Kaz reporting live. Roll it, Mr. And Mrs. Ryan. Happy Tuesday morning, Steve Kaz East Coast feed. Uh, it's barely eight o'clock in the morning East Coast time. This is East Coast feed. Uh, I'm at work. And how do you start a Tuesday morning, you're trying to ask yourself? Well, I know the way, one way to do it is, is to get the, uh, the, the window for our delivery center into a couple of different pieces um, because they stole a BMW corporate M3 last night right there. And uh, yeah, um, so some special edition M3, something or other, and uh, it's gone. This is actually the same uh, spot where they smashed into, the, um, into the, the garage door. You might remember that last East Coast Speed we did for work um so that's gone uh, and there's a big smash thing a big empty space where there used to be an m3 that was real expensive and was a corporate car so we're no clue what's going on but hey it's eight o'clock love you guys part two roll it out yeah so it kind of looks like this on the inside glass everywhere on the planet and you see how much oh i'm stepping on glass yeah because everywhere so whoever did it is dumb they must have smashed the glass high and it went all over the car because you can see the spray pattern of the glasses is immense. Anyway, that was it. I'll give you a part two once I got into the building and see the massive stupidity. Love you guys. Yay. What my takeaway from that is uh, he knows how to smash glass the right way. He's like, oh, they smashed it up high, then it went everywhere. He's like, nah, if you smash it real low, it all just falls in one place. It takes experience to know something like that. I'll remind you all of Tyra Banks' birthday party in 1998 or nine. Must have been 1999. Yeah. We all, whatever. We didn't make it to the party. We made it to the party. We didn't get in the party because he got arrested right outside of the party for slashing tires <laughs> for some guy who stole our parking spot. <sighs> it was so funny. What a history. What a history we have. It's amazing. It's amazing that given the, the stories you've heard about me and everything, it was always my friends that were the ones getting in trouble. <laughs> Every story is your trouble. brother. 
And you're the fixer. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, Jay Franz, evening all. Evening, Jay Franz. Is it Franz? Franz? Franz. Franz? Franz? Jay Franz? Is it a hard A because of the E? <laughs> Speaking of a hard A, <laughs> let's talk to our Canadian friend. Hey, how are you doing, fella? We haven't seen you in a while, and, and when we did last, it wasn't that great of our show. <laughs> What's going on with you? <laughs> Man... Uh, I'm just uh, flying by the seat of my pants here. Uh, what's a corporate car? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But I got a bone to pick with you. I'll tell you that right now. What, what, what was going on with you on the last show where you were here? Were you drunk? We were both. We were both curious if maybe you were drunk or drinking. Drinking earlier that day. Not drunk. Drunk is. I I'm sorry. Not drunk. Drinking. Were you drinking? Not even a little bit. I think just, there might have been some sort of a delay or something like that that you were talking about. By the way, tonight is clear as a bell. I can see it perfectly tonight. Um, I think there might have been a delay last time because mm. as far as I was concerned, uh, I was just I answering my the router. questions or talking. Good job. Huh? <laughs> Yay! Every little bit, right? Every little bit helps. Reboot the router. Uh, but I apologize if I did anything wrong. No, there's, there is no wrong. It was hard for me to get a, a wrangle, on the, a hold on the show. And I thought I'd, I texted him right before the show saying, like, this is a miracle we're here at all. Like, you got to have patience with us tonight. I'm, I'm, I mean, it was just a day from hell. And you know everything that was going on. I was running around till the moment I got in here. And then it, it, felt, it, felt like, it felt like you were very excited to be here as well, which was wonderful, generally. But I could never get a hold of anything. I could never get to anything on the card because every time I'd, take a pause to just have a thought or try to get there it was like hey tell me about the east coast feet hey what about this hey what about that which ordinarily is very very helpful um but in this particular case there was so much stuff and i just i remember i was so flustered that i pushed a button that i know would kill the show i didn't do it on purpose i sent i sent the airdrop if you send and this is one problem with the switch studio if you send anything airdrop to that ipad while you're going it knocks everything out period doesn't matter what you're doing it should be locked out of not allowing that to happen but whatever it did i was trying to send something to that computer that night and instead of sending it to the computer i airdropped it to the thing instead and then that was it and it's nobody's fault except that it takes too much brain power i'm not doing one job over here i'm doing 10 at any given time and it takes too much brain power to uh to do it all sometimes and that was one of the times i was just too tired so really it's not you that you were doing nothing wrong it's really more m me not being able to be up to snuff doing the job that day and then the team not helping <laughs> usually Both it's of me you. <laughs> I, I i own my part it's not great but it's nobody but it's nobody's fault and if anything it's my fault for not being up to but snuff. you do a lot then that need to be said thanks uh don giller thanks for explaining what happened to last thursday's show i thought it was one of your best ones you are not being you're being facetious. You must be being facetious. He's being facetious. <laughs> Mike thought he was being serious the other day, too. And I was like, no, he's not being serious. He was being facetious. He goes, oh, it was going so well, too. The first 90 minutes were going so well, too. Do you remember that last week? I do. And, and you think, but now, and now I'm thinking maybe you were right, but I can't imagine so. I think that's facetious. <laughs> I just Unless, like that you gave me the it's not you, it's me speech. 
Well, because it's not you. It's not you. I mean, you were there, but it, and you played a role, but not doing anything different than, than normally you. You were kind of just <laughs> being you, and far be it for me to stop you from being you. Don't you go changing to please me. <laughs> How do we not have that button? Good Anton! <laughs> Excuse me. Mike, were you here for the very, very beginning? I accidentally did the Dave run. No, I, I wasn't here for the very beginning. Uh, I wish we could play that back. Hal, I wish we had a real Hal. I got a lot of wishes. Uh, one day. Um, all right, iPhones, 11 Pro or newer, we need your iPhone. If you've got an 11 Pro or newer iPhone, uh, we need it. If you're using it, you keep it. If it's in a drawer or on your desk or in the glove box of your car or whatever, um, we'll take it. We would, we would love to have it because uh, whatever. We're the iPhones we have are too old. It's that simple. We've got a 10 over there and another 10 Pro or something in the other, and, and it's just the protocol is different in our system over here, and it's only using the new stuff now, and it bogs it down, and then we drop shows. I don't know. The Thursday show last week, what Mike was talking about, that yeah. was my fault because I sent it to the thing. Tuesday show of this week also cut off on YouTube only. Don't know how, don't know why, except that I think it's because it's just too much trying to do it once. Uh, so I didn't know that until today. I, I, if anybody was wondering what happened to the second half of Tuesday show, which got a lot of views, <laughs> it's got like 500 and something views, which is a lot for us, uh, on the YouTube, it's a lot. Uh, uh, and then I had to, uh, my mother of all people was like, I tried to find out about your trip, but it cut off. And maybe you could talk about it in the beginning of your show in case it happens again. I'm thinking to myself, while you might be right and that might get you the information you need, it doesn't really solve the problem of our show cutting out. So yeah. if you were curious about the rest of the show from the other day, I think we talked about your health and definitely about the trip and some other stuff. Uh, it's re-uploaded. It's up re-uploaded now. I put it up today <laughs> because my mommy told me to. Franzi awesome hey we got the Franzi the way I saw it it was indeed Mike's fault <laughs> <laughs> you're damn right it's me uh, no I think here, here's, the, here's what I, I, I know it's always a miscommunication with you it always is because every time there's ever been anything like this on either side the moment we chat about it it's over right so I knew that going into it. But what I can't figure out is why there are so many misunderstandings, <laughs> not just with you, in general, just in life. Because like, it seems like it doesn't matter if you take the time to spell it out very carefully so that there is less margin for error for someone. They'll find the margins. I don't even mean you, Mike. I mean people in the world today. Yeah. People aren't looking to understand. They're looking to fill the box that they think they understand. I've seen that too, and people always drum to explain what something is, and it's like, just wait and listen to what's being said before you're filling in blanks that don't exist. Are you mean this is like school rules, right? Like wait until we're done with the lecture before you ask your. Yeah, I'm I'm terrible at that myself because I always lock up onto something and. That's a human thing? I thought it was my ADD and dyslexia and all that. It's shit. a human thing, but I'm going to say as a neuro person, it's, it doesn't help keep everything smooth. 
up in the middle space. Mm -hmm. All right. Saying things wrong. People have different definitions of things. So Mm -hmm. if something's triggered and they try to explain, they don't understand. I'm going to keep putting this one up throughout the evening. Just because it makes me happy. <laughs> I support your choice. It's not has nothing to do with Mike being the uh, the whipping boy tonight because all he did was show the fuck up. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Um, down the card we go. So we stole the BMW. We got that. We did that. Um, East Coast feet. Let me cross it off because I crossed it off last week, but we didn't do it. What the fuck iPhones, I told you about that. 11 Pro or newer. Thank you, thank you. Um, Oh, yeah, here. Let me just, uh, this is sort of a clarification, not a correction or an amendment. Clarification. Posted some pictures of us over at Smoking Tire the other day at the uh, Westside Collector Car Storage. It seems that people then took that to me and like, oh, we were on the podcast. And was like, oh, really looking forward to hearing that episode. That's going to be a great episode. We weren't there for the podcast. We were there to look at the studio. They've been living with the studio for a year or two or whatever, so we're going to make some adjustments in their studio. Refresher, we built, I built their, the Smoking Tire studio. If you, if, you've, <laughs> if you found us in the last year or two and you didn't know that, uh, the Smoking Tire, stu- uh, Smoking Tire came here for our show a few times, and he's like, oh, I want what you got. Come give it to me at my new place. So we did, and, um, and it's awesome, but we're going to make some adjustments. That's why we were over there. I would imagine... Um, that we'll probably do the show after that. So, but we'll tell you when though. We'll we'll let you know. It won't be a secret. And we can also do the show anytime. <laughs> I don't mean to <laughs> you know what I mean. We could do it now if we wanted to. They would have just fucking amazing. It was great to see Matt and Zach by the way though. It's it been was. a while since I've seen them together. It was great. Uh, it, it was. They had just wrapped the crew show that I think you guys will listen to. Oh shit, maybe today. Maybe it's the one that went up today. Whatever. Uh, the big road trip. The big road trip. Where should we go? <laughs> yeah, let me bring Mike in. Uh, oh, do I still have that button? I didn't erase it the other day. <laughs> in, a, in a fit of rage. Uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. And you're wearing a Rupert shirt. Let's do that now, too. We go. Sure. Um, mm, nope. Here we go. <clears throat> Uh, Hello Deli is your only source for officially licensed late show with David Letterman merchandise. You can visit hello-deli on the interwebs and you can say hello to Rupert while you're there and you can buy some hats and some mugs and some shirts and uh, whatever else they've got. It's not just Letterman stuff, by the way. There's Colbert stuff. There's also Hello Deli specific merch, which I like. A little cartoon Rupert in the deli. Uh, Go to hello-deli.com. Hello-deli.com. Say hi to Rupert for Nicole because... I cannot. And Mike, too. Rupert loves Mike. This, all this stuff, by the way, will be... Uh, I mean, the Letterman stuff is already kind of collector's items. Certainly conversation pieces and nostalgia. But um, all the Hello Deli stuff will be collectible very soon as well as the incarnation we've all known for the last 30 years changes hands soon. Uh, the Deli is for sale. If you uh, are not aware of that, Check out your Manhattan commercial realty log <laughs> or wherever you do that. <laughs> the big yellow book. I don't know. <laughs> Let your fingers do the walking. 9X? Who handles it? I have no idea. Ma Bell, I think. 
makes me want to play. What are the, how's the weather today? How's the weather out there? How's how's your weather? How what kind of weather are you having? What do we call that thing? How's the weather out how's there? How's the weather? Okay. I think. <laughs> Dave, my, Dave, Mike, is that right? How's the weather? That's what they used to call it. How's the weather out there? Paul, a little how's the weather yeah. music? Yeah, you know, a little dialing music. Okay, you riff a law point. <laughs> Should we do it? It's a it's a time killing show. The scoreboard. Oh, you want the scoreboard? Oh yeah, I was gonna play with that, and then did I do anything with it? Gonna. Jay Ryan. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to change it to get the uh, like the husky, all that sports shit out of there. I never did it though. We'll get to that. How, how's the Don's feeling? Don's, how you feeling? Let's, let's talk to Don's for a second here. And let me tell you, remind you about this. <laughs> the most important if that's the takeaway if you want if there's a takeaway from this evening's show it's that last thursday's show's lack of existence is indeed mike's fault i like the way that don's thinks man he's logic he plays it through you know (laughs) (laughs) asshole Uh, bullet i barely know it Should we just call somebody at random? I mean, that's we're supposed to call Love Barbara you. Gaines, but we should act, we could actually call somebody at random. It's yeah. weird to do these days though, because then they have your uh, your number and everything. Oh, I guess they don't have mine. Mine's unlisted. Oh, oh, we might have something here. Hang on, let me think about this. Let me answer Magnus too. Sorry, pal, <laughs> on the air. Mill Creek Summit. Up on. A-F-H. If you're joining us for GVBC tomorrow, it is at Mill Creek Summit up off on ACH. AFH, God damn it. AFH. Angeles Forest Highway. Not Angeles Crest Highway. Don't mind me. Is this uh, is this interesting to anyone else? Well I just text other friends while we're live on this show don confirmed it is how's the weather yeah and he also confirmed this as well which is <laughs> yeah you can remember that earlier <laughs> oh i'm just seeing it now <laughs> yeah there is a compilation you know what he's not allowed to do it but i highly recommend you visit the don giller it's spelled just the way you see on your screen right now don get where the fuck is it it's over here it's over here down by down by here Don Giller YouTube channel. And when you get there, you're going to spend months. You're going to spend months. Uh, You think you're just going to watch one thing to see if you like it or not. And you're going to watch that whole thing, all 90 minutes of it. You're going to watch the second version of it and the third and the fourth library. And it's just going to send you down a rabbit hole where you're going to spend months. Um, It's the, it's the best. I'm really glad that he is, uh, involved with the official Letterman channel as well. Because as far as I'm concerned, Don's paved the road for Letterman on YouTube. Yes, it did. And it's not a stretch to say that. It's not like I'm the outlier thing. <laughs> and I don't care what anybody else thinks. I mean, this is a, it's a fact. It's a fact, Jack. Jack? <laughs> Jack? <laughs> Promise me you won't let go. <laughs> Uh, 
I got to find out the actual measurements. Past nine mile. Pop of the hill. Toward Palmdale. All right. Thanks, everybody. Now, what were we doing? Oh, right. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the automobile repair and serviceable items. But, you know, I'm not a crank call kind of guy. I'm just not that guy. That that never was really fun Does to me. It? I was like, wow, you're just really annoying people and wasting their time. I never did that in the high school either. Is it funny people? Funny pe- The opening credits for funny people has the actual footage, uh, the actual like VHS footage of when Apatow and Sandler used to live together when they were uh, roommates in college, I guess, or whenever, maybe just shortly thereafter. And they're making like the crank calls and Sarah Silverman's there and all these people that are you know wicked famous now. It's funny because Adam Sandler, it's funny because Judd Apatow, the people on the other side, it's just not fair and funny. It's funny when you know who's doing it, but otherwise it's a wash. And if the person doing it is actually wicked famous, like a David Letterman. David Letterman calls some place in the middle of, you know, Kentucky. It's kind of interesting and fun because of the dichotomy of like, oh, we're calling from this skyscraper in Manhattan. You know, from the, the the antenna to the world, the broadcasting capital of the world, and we're and we're calling out. I don't know. To me, it's it was the balance. If it's just some nobody calling some other nobody and messing with them, that's bullshit. Not <laughs> There's no nice. fun for them. There's no payoff. Nope. And if they're not winning anything, if we're not giving them anything, maybe that's it. We can call Barbara Gaines all the time if we give her something. If we just mail her. You know. Oh, correct. Ah, I got the uh, this and the. Uh, what do you call it? The, the checkered flag. <laughs> so probably Magnus at Breakfast Club tomorrow if you're uh, planning on coming. I miss Yellow Card. We should talk about that, which will lead into our trip. And I don't think we'll call the, the night next. But look, here's the fingers I was talking about. Can you see that? Let your fingers do the walking. That was the commercial that we, that we grew up with. I remember that commercial. You do? Yes. Remember how thick that book used to be? Well, I do. I think the New York one probably is thicker than this. Oh, shit, but this is L.A., isn't it? Uh, San Fernando Valley covers the valley. Yeah, the, the, the New York ones when I was a kid, even the Connecticut ones were like this thick. But that was the white pages and yellow, and this these days I think is just yellow pages. Yeah. We had both. They were thick and heavy. Oh, both? yeah. Oh, maybe, there, maybe it was. No, I'm thinking of one definitely it was both because I would flip whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, I spent my entire childhood in the yellow pages and in the phone book because that was the Internet back when I, when, I, when I was a kid. It was the Internet. Right. That was your information. And my, I think it's because you grew up in a smaller state. I was part of New York, so we had everything. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there just because I grew up 45 minutes outside of Manhattan and you grew up on the Canadian border. <laughs> I think we might have been more metropolitan than you. You might have been, but our hand, our phone books were New York issue. Which is weird. Yep. Because you wouldn't be able to use any of those people in the yellow pages. No. <laughs> but people held another that like we're the same. No, you're not. Don Giller, this is shaping up to be even better than last week's. Again, Mike's wasted. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me for calling you. That's an incursion channel by a good 10. Appreciate it. Don't make fun of me, Dons. Be happy. Be happy that people like you. I like you. I always have. Even though there was a period you didn't like me, I just found out about recently. 
<laughs> Hope the trip is amazing. Love you guys. Thanks, Dom's Garage. We'll probably see you before we leave. And we'll get to all that. Crank call headed your way. What are you going to send it to my AOL account? You're the only one with the password. <laughs> yeah, I'll need to ask him if I need to get back into my AOL. We should probably do that on the show sometime. Can you imagine what kind of spam's in there from fucking 20 years ago? No. <laughs> Holy cow. 100 free hours of CompuServe. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> now that logo makes sense. Oh, this one. Yeah, totally. Let your fingers do the walking. Manhattan's white and yellow were separate. Great door stoppers. For sure. For sure Manhattan's were. The Connecticut one was both. But I think it was both just because it wasn't that many. And it wasn't Connecticut. It was like just our little area. Danbury area or whatever. Whenever we would travel and go to a different city, I would try to find a Yellow Pages in a book from that area because that then increased my internet. That increased my research availability outside my little bubble. I get that. Yeah? Totally. It's weird, but it's totally true. I'd go to my grandparents' house. I'd look through their yellow pages. I bet I'd go you to did. somebody else's house. I'd look through their fucking thing. I bet you did. Because I had, it, just like we have all our searches now, I had all the different things I would look up. Like, oh, studios, radio stations, TV stations, you know, all those different things. Yep. Hmm. Uh, all right, so we've got a yellow car update. We've got a, a few asks out to a few companies to see if we can get one of these uh, catalytic converter dealies, uh, you know, sponsored just because it's a really expensive item. <clears throat> and uh, we'll see. If we don't, uh, I'm going to follow up with everybody who we've got asks out to tomorrow. If we don't hear back, I think we're just in the situation where we have to order one, just like everybody else. <laughs> Nobody's special. And uh, and then. Um, theoretically, if it gets overnighted, it's, it goes on the car very, very quickly. So maybe Monday or Tuesday? I don't know. It's possible we could leave early next week. I just feel like a decision needs to be, but we can't just wait around forever. A decision needs right. to be made. Um, so I feel like tomorrow we'll know what is up and what we're doing. Oh, Know what I mean? Yeah. I'm waiting to reset all the medical stuff I need to do until we know more. Well, that's it. I want to work around as much of that stuff as possible as well. I know. Like we might get, you know, what I mean? ah, whatever, you know, you know, we've been talking about it. I'm trying with Don, but I'm on his poop list, I'm afraid. Really? Are you? It's probably not hard to get there. He's still really pissed at COVID. I know that. Oh, <laughs> we love you, Irene. I think you're even in the... Uh, the blurb for this show are we coming to your town yes irene we are coming to your town <laughs> uh don's what do you want to talk about and how are you feeling was the question which you still have not answered and i'll bring mike back in too because because now i've now i've made him gun shy <laughs> at one point he goes would you prefer i not say anything at all that's what i remembered and i was like no that's not what i'm and then boop and then it cut off <laughs> Oh. oh, man, I was so bummed because I was like, once we get this thing on, the, then, then we'll, we'll have it. And I, I, fuck, I know what I did. And I tried to stop it, and it was too late, and it was already done. It's a big, it's like the, it's the goddamn Death Star. It's that trench or whatever the fuck. However they kill the, however Star Wars wins, 
again, I'm going with the Family Guy reference because, like, I remember the Family Guy version. But he's like, oh, really? There's, oh, just this one little imperfection. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask why that little imperfection's there, you know? What's it called? The Trench. Shit. There's some little door. Yeah, the Death Star up. Trench. The, uh, yeah. It looks like it, the Today's big... the anniversary of Star Wars. Did you know that? I didn't know that. But uh, it's great yeah. that we're talking about it. There you go. There you go. So from far away, it looks like, you know, the little space golf ball thing. But then when you get up close, it looks like it's all flat. And then they have to fly the thing through the trench. And then they, you know, get one little laser through that little trench. And then all of a sudden, choo-choo-choo-choo. And it goes like this. It goes, it's a chain reaction. Is that what it was? So what is it in Star Wars? Because, like, it's a, it's a design defect or something in the Stewie Griffin one. Yeah, and then they made a whole movie about it, how that defect was intentionally put into the Death Star a few years ago. And so, um, and then they got the plans to the Rebels so the Rebels could put it through that thermal exhaust port, two photon torpedoes, it would lead to a chain reaction that would go right to the main reactor and blow the whole thing up. Ah, and who thought of that, Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi? Uh, no. He's so Obi-Wan wise. Obi-Wan Kenobi did not. It was, oh, okay. a, it was a, one of the designers Yoda? he's so was, wise too. He is. He is. But uh, no, it was a designer who was an unwitting uh, designer of the Death Star for the Empire. And so he put a trap into it. No, but His who... name was Galen Erso. I'm talking about in Star Wars before whatever you're talking about that they came out with later. In Star Wars, okay. how is it covered? Uh, well, the Rebels have the plans. They That's analyze it. the plans, they find the defect, and they do that attack run down the trench with all the X-Wings, okay. and that's what happens. So it is yeah. just a ha- lucky happenstance, and then later we find out that, oh, no, it was a fucking, yeah, got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Disgruntled employee kind of deal. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, didn't get their, somebody didn't get his bonus. <laughs> that there's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> You're going to other places that don't need a cat or smog. Yeah, so that's the thing. You know, they've been moving it at at TLG, and Marco goes, that son of a bitch is loud. It's so loud. He goes, it startled me. It's so loud. Irene Hoffman, yay. It's the Muppet Show, yay. See, they're here time for breakfast. How you feeling, Don? Feeling well? I'm going to be on a plane to Greece, probably, but we shall try. No, 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 no. We're going to work it out. This is going to work out. We're going to make it before you get there. We were supposed to be there now. We were supposed to be there, we thought, the 24th or the 25th, being yesterday or today. Uh, you know how it works out. Life, life gets in the way. But uh, we're coming. We're coming. We're coming so real that I had a conversation with my mom today. That's how you know it's serious. Wow. <laughs> That's how you know it's really going to happen actually going to happen. How's Phyllis? She's trying. And that goes a long way for me. She's old now. I don't know how old she is, but fucking 29 years older than I am, and I'm 45, so you do that math. 74? Uh, And I feel like she's uh, getting a tiny bit of (laughs) self-awareness. And then, and then, and then, sh- growing a t- tiny bit of responsibility for that. 
that shared awareness. So it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to watch happen. It's interesting to watch her do things where she thinks she stepped in shit with me and she's expecting a certain reaction from me and I don't give it to her. And she's like, oh, but I keep waiting for you to whatever. And I'm like, first of all, that was never me. I was reacting to you. And if you're not going to do it, you need to get over expecting negative reactions from people if you're not going to give the negative actions to people. If you're giving actions that look like you're actually trying, you're going to get much more positive results from the people you interact with, even though you're programmed to get that negative reaction. Over time, it'll rewrite itself. But it's all a process. So like we literally had that conversation today. And, and the fact that we were able to have it kind of blows me away because neither one of us earlier in life, it was always one was there and one wasn't or whatever, you know, or neither one of us. So it's interesting. It's interesting that as we're adults, we're getting healthier in our relationship, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? It, she's, she's waiting for something to go wrong. And I was like, you don't get it. We, I, I, had to, I had to tell her. I was like, once you see us, once you literally physically lay eyes on us, you won't worry about any of that shit anymore. She was worried about like, oh, but you're going to think the same stuff my, I did about my parents. Like, oh, the house is dirty and all this old dated shit, whatever the fuck. I go, we literally couldn't care less about anything you're talking about right now. Yeah. And I know you don't believe that, but the moment you see us, you will get it. We've got other problems. Tried to explain that to my therapist, and I was like, we're just different. Things are different. Like, I used to be able to go for runs. Life's different. Everything is different. Literally everything in our life is different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that, that you asked how she's doing. She's she, she left me a message saying that she was all... She, she, in her message, which detailed many, many different factors, she said, uh, ah, I'm not in my right mind. And that, to me, says a million... That's, it's so great. Not that she's not in her right mind, but that she knows it. Because nobody's perfect all the time. We all, we're all made of chemicals, right? And the stuff we eat and the stuff we're around and energy and all that other crap. So, like, there's a bajillion different factors that nobody takes in on a, on a, on a, on a daily basis. Yep. Still takes a lot out of me, though. We're, st- we're, still, we're still the people we are. And family's family, you know what I mean? Like, it's the best and it's the worst. <laughs> oh, I know. Luckily, as we get older, we celebrate it, so that's good. Um, where should we go on this road trip? So here's the plan, everybody. If, if you're imagining, if, this is a map of the USA. We're over here, starting in Southern California. We're going to go all the way down to the tip of Florida. We're going to work our way up the East Coast, and we're going to loop back probably as north as it goes, whatever, whatever it happens to be. So it's going to be the Grand Tour. We're doing a big USA Grand Tour. I've been calling it a road trip, but it's really a whole big loop. Um, so we need suggestions. We need to know what we should hit. We need to know what we can skip. Um, we're not going to see everything, but we're probably going to go to a lot of shit that nobody else does. You know, we're going to hit some movie tour locations and stuff that we know in you know New York and Connecticut and whatever. Cool. And we'll do that throughout the rest of the country. I love Where's that. the uh, Indiana? Maybe we'll you know Christmas Story House. Maybe we'll do that. Like who the fuck knows? We can do whatever we want. That's cool. I did think about it. And That's you guys will be cool. along. Oh, I'm sorry. And you guys will be along for the ride so we can, you know, plan it as we go because we're not doing any planning ahead of time. Nope. Other than as soon as we can go, we're going to go. And then we'll drive as far as we can until we want to stop. And then we'll stop. And then we want to go again. We're going to go. And I'm really looking forward to it. 
because I think it's going to be great for your brain to get, you can just forget about everything that's here and all your normal stuff and just take in all new data, all new sights and sounds and smells. Can't wait. And I think moving you around the map is going to be good for you as well. I don't know why I say that, but I really do. I agree. So what should we hit? Figure Texas is the first main stop that we have planned. I think it's Dallas. What should we hit? What's, where should we stop in the meantime on the way? Will you go to Austin? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it would be hard not to go to the mothership, right? Because we would want to do that anyway. Um, the truth is, uh, it's so far, though. Texas sucks as a state to drive through because it's, it's fucking massive. No matter what you do, you're in it for more than one day. So it's like, if we somehow split it up and got to Austin on the second night and stayed there and then got to Dallas on the third night and stayed there, like it's not really that long of a, it would be a shorter day, but maybe we could do that and then we would do both, in which case that would be pretty cool because I would love yeah. to, go to the mothership even if we don't go to a show oh we could depending on that energy whatever i'd love to at least go interesting idea and if we do we could probably talk stuff to talk about off the show but i bet we could probably get in over there to see everybody's facilities the people who live there between Segura's show and their house with their studio and everything is there uh, and Rogan's whole compound is there as well so like we could spend the day in Austin legitimately kind of great I did think about it forgot well it's just a lot because we're not planning on doing that much stuff we're kind of planning on just stopping and going stopping and going that would be a lot to do early on in the trip too we'll figure it out yeah the the main takeaway from all this is to not overwhelm either one of us. This is supposed to be a, like, we're going to be working the whole time, obviously, but it's supposed to be kind of a mind eraser. Shots! Let's do shots! If you end up in Seattle, you make sure you let me know, because I will make the drive down to see you. Well, that's possible. Thank you for that. And it's possible. It's legitimately possible. I'm on the plane June 4th in the AM. Uh, we might make it, Irene. I feel like June 3rd. Is that something? Did we? No, June, July 3rd we got married. All right. Why don't you yeah. three discuss clips on, on the Dave channel? I'd love to hear your takes on them. You're a son of a bitch. That's awesome. Uh, Don, you and I need to talk about that. You and I need to talk about it. And when you're feeling better, <laughs> I would love to talk to you about it. Antoine's in New Orleans for dinner. We do love New Orleans. I think we've been there. Tell me about Antoine's, Dom. Is it really well-known? Is that like a well-known spot? I think we might have gone there. Because there's a few well-known spots. There's that uh, the Napoleon House. And there's somebody. I can't remember Napoleon House. We were drunk. It's hard to remember. Yep. Have passports. Go see Mike. Do you need a passport now to do it? Although I guess we do have passports. Do you need a passport? Yeah, to cross the 49th parallel. To go to Canada, yeah. To cross the 49th parallel. They invented Royster's Rockefeller for his daughter. Wow. Which one's Oyster's Rockefeller? There's another Oyster's 
Oh, no, Clams Casino. <laughs> Oysters Rockefeller. How is Oysters Rockefeller prepared? Is that with breadcrumbs or no? I think it is. Breadcrumbs and tons and tons of butter. Whatever. Interesting. Irene Hoppin, I do so very much want to know about your mom. Sometimes, Jay, so interested because I've had some complexities myself, but... Uh, I've had some complexities myself, but not with my wonderful mom. Oh, that's beautiful. My house is far worse than Don's. Don't care. <laughs> Your house is worse than Don's? That's hilarious. I wouldn't say Don's is bad. Uh, it's just full of stuff. The original recipe for Oysters Rockefeller created at the New Orleans restaurant Antoine's in 1899 remains a secret to this day. The appetizer, what? oysters topped with a mixture of finely chopped greens and copious amounts of butter, then baked in shells, was considered so rich it had to be named for the richest man of the day. Wow. Yeah. Stop by Yellow Springs Armstrong House upstairs and see if there's still a metal plaque by the bathroom door. Yellow Springs is in what? Is it Texas? Because I will. Isn't we'll Yellow Springs where Chappelle is from? This sounds like, oh, okay. This sounds like the type of, what do they call that, geocache? Like, oh, go see Don Giller's geocache in the upstairs bathroom uh, metal plaque at the Armstrong House in Yellow Springs. All right, we'll figure all that out. I'll look it up, Don. It reads the Don Icepick Giller Memorial Locker Room. Was that your name when you played hockey, Don? Were you the ice pick? Oh, Phyllis loves your hair, by the way. I love it. I'm so glad you did that. Not fun of crank. It's in Ohio. Too. Oh, so maybe you're right about the Chappelle thing, right? Isn't he Ohio? Yeah, it is. It's where yes, Chappelle's from. GE oysters, damn tasty. Yes, yes. And the shrimp salad from the commissary. Seventh floor commissary. Oh. I used to get the same thing every day. I would get two chicken patties because I was like high school, right? Instead of being in high school. So I would get that goddamn high school food. I would get two chicken patties. <laughs> On, uh, you know, just it, hamburgers, but chicken, like Tyson chicken patties, whatever those little, you know, breaded, probably microwaved, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and the guy always saw me come and he always knew it was either those or I would make a sandwich, like from the, like the deli meats, I'm going to get a sandwich. But it was always one of those two things, usually. That is <laughs> I would so never like, hey, funny. can you make me a burger? Like anything normal, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and sometimes there were specials that I would do a special, but um, generally not. Somebody, somebody, one of the old timers from Conan who would have been on Dave too, like an old-timer NBC guy, said to stay away from the specials, and I can't remember why. <laughs> but there was a reason. There was an old-timer reason for why you never order the special. <laughs> it's Colin Quinn talking about, like, never order, get the fuck, never do that, they mess with you. Don't do that, I know the guy who works there, they mess with you, don't do that. Love was that, that in Comedian? It might have been in Comedian, the Jerry Seinfeld Maybe. movie. It's worth another one. I could watch that every couple of years. Some, yeah. For some reason, I watch it and then I forget about it. I watch it and then I forget about it. Same. I do too. Bill Cosby. That's, that's rough. The pinnacle, rough. The end, it works all the way up to seeing Bill Cosby live and then meeting with him and stuff. So it probably doesn't age well. Although when I was talking to Orny Adams online about that, he's the other guy in it, he uh, came up with a very funny... It was just a line. He was just saying it, but he, he, he realized that he should make it a bit, and he since has. He was talking about that movie, and he goes, Harvey Weinstein's in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby's in that movie? And somehow, uh, he ends up, Arnie ends up, Orny ends up being the most uh, polarizing figure 
from the movie, which is true and bizarre. Yes. Yes. He's like, how am I the most controversial thing in this fucking movie? It's got Weinstein and Cosby. It's a great question. Sorry. Uh, I guess we're not doing anything, and that's okay. Ohio. Antioch College. Tons, are you from Ohio? Where are you from? Did I ever know? Did you, do you ever talk about that? I'm guessing you're from Ohio. Me and Wayne. <laughs> that little one-way conversation takes me back to mom. <laughs> I'm just happy he's interacting with real people. Yep. Don Giller YouTube channel. I'm telling you, go check it out. He makes fun. I don't care. Don, we think of this as local TV here in LA. Whatever this little show is, we treat it like it's local television. So we're not we're not expect you have the fucking global audience. This is I don't know what this is. It's kind of it's uh, you know <laughs> if you don't know kind of thing. You know? I do. If you don't know, you know. <laughs> I think I'm tired. I think that's part of it. I think I've been going so crazy, and then I didn't, like, load up on coffee before the show. Yeah, you've been going crazy nonstop. And we'll have some... This is so stupid. Here's a nice tease for Don's. He loves these. We'll have some really fun stuff to share soon. Like, in the next couple weeks, we'll have some really fun, great stuff to share. Not right now, (laughs) but in a couple weeks. Maybe the end of next week, but we might not be here. Maybe we'll give the news to you from the road. She's not expecting. It's not that... (laughs) Nope. Unavailable. I ended up telling Phyllis about it today. I was like, I really wanted to tell you about this in person, but because of the whole thing, because she was emotional and she wasn't in her right mind and all that stuff, uh, I ended up just, she needed some good news kind of thing. But whatever, we'll see. Cool. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) I'm keeping everything at bay until it's here. Yeah, me too. I'm, I don't know. It'll all be good. The more we talk about it, though, the more I'm like, oh, geez. She was concerned, too. She's like, how long do you think you're going to? Because I know I have a time in my mind. And I know that the moment you, I say something or whatever, you'll just leave. <laughs> what, do you, what kind of immature behavior are you both used to and projecting on me? Either, whether I used to do it or, or you used to do it or, or whatever. But can't we just project having a good time and enjoying each other's company? That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm thinking about. Without any kind of pretense. You're unique that way. No. I think so. Why don't people build the best case scenario and then work towards that? You make a lot of sense, but that doesn't always happen. I don't know. Canadians are pretty polite. Do you, you try, I mean, you're, you're more positive than most people. You're not really a good person to ask, Mike. Well, but, but he is the other side of things. And here's somebody who doesn't struggle with depression or whatever the heck. So how is it up there in polite Canada when you wake up in the morning, buddy? Well, the polarization that's going on down there is is up here as well. So you get people who are activated all the time still. And social media, I think, activates certain people as well. But, I mean, you guys have done a lot of personal work to kind of get to this place where you visualize and things like that. I think a lot of people with their blinders on – they don't do that, no matter what country they're from. Yeah. I, 
guess I wasn't trying to make it a national type of issue. It's just I meant like these these days, just the the temperature of the world. You know, Mr. Rogers, 30 years ago, used to tell us kids to slow down. Don't forget to slow down because the world is moving way too quickly. It moves so quickly you can't process it all. That was 30 years ago. 40 years ago. I mean, I wish I'd listened to him then. I guess my point is it's just as relevant today. Yeah. For sure. Perhaps more as we've sped up. I would think so. Ferris Bueller did the same thing. Yeah, I guess. That's the life moves pretty quick. If you don't turn around and look, what is it? If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you can miss it. I guess. But that's more of like a don't miss out on life, I think, kind of thing. The Mr. Rogers one, I think, is don't be overwhelmed by life. Don't let life get to you. And, and I don't know if it's the same yeah. thing, even though that seems the same on the surface. To me, the Mr. Rogers one is much more... To me, more... they're both be present. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Hmm. The Mr. Rogers one, to me, is... Uh, it's about not letting everything get you down. Because it's it's out there and it's trying to. Whether it's out for you specifically or not, it's generally not... It is just wearing you down all the time. Who was it? Somebody just recently, I saw somebody, you know, these the, the inspirational things are making, not only am I doing them, everybody does them now on, uh, on the social medias. And I think it's Denzel talking about how, you know, you leave the morning, you leave the house in the morning with a big pot of confidence and like I can do this and whatever. And then everybody you meet along the day has a ladle and they just scoop a bit out of it and they scoop a little bit out over here and scoop out, scoop out, scoop out. At the end of the day, your damn pot's empty. You have to refill it every day. With that confidence, with that self-motivation, with whatever it is. And for some reason, that really stuck with me. Because I have to refill my thing all the time. And I thought that I thought that I was less because of that. I thought, oh, some people just have a full pot all the time. And that must be so great for them. Because life must be easier or whatever. And I'm like, oh, but I have to struggle to whatever. And the truth is, I think I'm more like everybody. And, and yeah, there's probably chemicals involved and stuff like that that certain people are different but if mike is a super positive guy all the way up there in canada and by the way i was only saying canada because it's generally you know known as being more polite <laughs> not that you don't have problems we are aware of the stereotype not that you don't have people problems um yeah i don't know I'm talking too much as usual i like the self-reflection though i like that we're all doing more of that these days i think we need to Back to Mr. Rogers. Only on a need to know. Baltimore. Right. Should have known that. I spent a lot of time in the Inner Harbor there. Don's. By the aquarium and that mall. All the other stuff. Lots of good crap places. At the uploads. Joke's on them, Jay. Can't lose if you never had it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Thanks, Don. Dom. Dom and Don. There's a lot going on here. I love the people you are now. Didn't know you before. Just love who you are. Amen. Love you too, Irene. We were we were both pretty awesome before, but like just at a clip that was unsustainable. <laughs> I live for overthinking. Oh God, yeah. But you're not happy. Are you happy about it? I mean, do you do you care that you, do you I mean, if he lives for it, he probably likes it, right? I don't know. 
go see Mike and give him a hug from the Good Vibes Breakfast. Yeah, we will. We will. We will. Club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the speedy guy, Rogers, got by with some help. Hmm. Boy, this is probably dated from earlier. I wonder what that means. Oh, oh, oh. That means... Uh, Mr. Rogers, but the speedy guy, Mr. Rogers, got by with some Is that help. Mr. McFeely? Could be. Speedy delivery? Speedy delivery. Speedy delivery. Oh, is that your... Uh, he's saying as, as if... Yeah, as if Mr. Speedy delivery was on a little bit of... I think he's saying... Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. I think that goes up there with Mr. Rogers was a, was a sniper in Nam or whatever. Remember that old... Uh, that was like a urban legend thing. Mr. Yes. Rogers actually killed 150 people in, yes. in the Korean War or some, some story like that. Chappelle's dad taught music in Antioch starting in the 70s after I had graduated. So I never came across his son. Across his son. No T and across. I left before the Inner Harbor was renovated. Ah, okay. The aquarium, it seemed like they were trying to do the Boston Aquarium, and it's just not as good. It seems like they took what Boston did, and they go, we're going to do the same thing, but the opposite, and it'll be great, and it's just, it's not quite the same. Boston's is better. The Boston Aquarium, it'll be right there, Mike. The Boston Aquarium, if yep. you've ever been there, is this, inside the building is a gigantic cylinder that goes every floor of the building from the bottom to the top. So you walk around it in an upward spiral, and at the different depths, you see different habitats and different types of species of fish and stuff and so on cool. the baltimore one sort of did the opposite where it's sort of around the outside and you walk around the inside and it sounds like it'll be better but it's not no i no either way they're both pretty spectacular i would highly recommend checking out either one if you like the aquariums mike in canada you're on the air uh on the instagram bavaria 911 i'm back after a few months so what's the subject tonight had a few body parts replaced knee and hip in the past seven months so very one. hey, how's it going? Oh, wow. I'm glad you're okay. A lot of people going through that. Pete from, you know, Pete. I don't know Pete's last name, but Pete, you know Pete. He yeah. was always doing a knee or a shoulder or a hip, or he was always doing something. He's doing something else now, like something else. Something gave way, so they got to put another. He's going to be fully bionic at the end of this. And then he's redoing his transmission in the car at the same time there's again. anything left. He's done a lot. <laughs> That's what I said. I said apparently something dislodged or came apart or whatever the fuck so a lot of new hips and knees and new body parts good luck to everybody the, the weather in LA probably is not going to help that everyone's going to have to move this used to be the nice dry desert climate where you yeah. could have bad hips and stuff do we all have to go to Florida now? can't be Texas Texas LA is changing it is not as hot as it used to be and it is raining all the time is Texas now not as hot as it used to be and maybe going to also be get to get a little more weather? I don't know. That would be interesting. It's curious, yeah. I don't know. Here's I've this. never seen L.A. like this. It's nuts. The, the winter of 2000, whatever that second winter after I moved out here, was very rainy. It rained all the time. I was like, what the fuck did I move to L.A. for? Uh, but that was 23 years ago, and I don't recall it being like that since. And it wasn't this bad. I don't remember it ever. I should, so I shouldn't say bad. It's fine now. But, man, the damage to the crust is fucking atrocious. Uh, we know you have many options for your viewing entertainment. Thank you for choosing the Cars and Comedy Show and the Late Night Playset or whatever the fuck this show's called. Life with the Ryans. Uh, it's tonight's show. Yada, yada, yada. 
Boy, if that weren't such a Seinfeld thing, that'd be the funny name for a thing. Just yada, yada, yada. Just people rambling. It would. Uh, is brought to you by the Autoimmunity Foundation. AIF is supported by viewers like you. If you'd like to find out more or make a donation, donation, please visit autoimmunityfoundation.org, autoimmunityfoundation.org. Autoimmunityfoundation.org. Canada? Autoimmunityfoundation.org. Thanks, everybody. Ta-da. I can't believe this is it. Byron Bowers. Spiritual N-word on Hulu. Uh, Adam Ferrara. AdamFerrara.com. He's doing dates all over the place. He's touring everywhere. Every time I think he's coming home, he ends up staying out or going right back out. Like, he'll come home to see really? yeah, Alex and then go right back out. Everybody's very, very busy. It's, it's uh, everybody we knew in the creative world was so, like their, their industries were just kind of dead. Uh, it seemed like during or after COVID while well, everyone kind of readjusted. And, uh, you know, while people could do this stuff at home and, you know, we all did that stuff. The live out touring thing really, I don't know, it seems like it, in the last six months, it's really picked up to be not only what it was before COVID, but actually way more, I think. I think so, too. And I think that's going to keep happening with the writer's strike because they don't need that infrastructure of a show. Because all those creatives are not on a thing. Right. And they'll figure out ways to do it anyway, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last writer's strike is when you and uh, Rob Cordry, but you helped uh, create a children's hospital. Yes, it's also when I switched companies. So I was in a weird headspace all around, but I remember him from that time. It's when you left BWR and we're going to the big, uh, the big, huge organization. Yeah. The big corporate <laughs> goddamn thing. Yes. You got a nice title with that, though. Was it VP of Talent? Yeah. That's pretty sexy. <laughs> Vice President of Talent at the largest uh, firm in the business. Yeah. Fancy. Fancy schmancy. Raised in Baltimore, Ohio, College of Ohio, in Ohio, five years in San Fran. Oh, the San Fran, I remember. I remember you in uh, the San Fran. You used to post pictures of you in San Fran. You had the hair. You had the hair back then. Quiz on Monday. I love it. We should do that. Should we? Uh, I'll build a quiz machine if you want to start doing it. Uh, re in a project, Super El Nino. It's never been out of El Nino this long. And as everyone knows, El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. <laughs> oh, and it's possible that it wasn't Springsteen auditioning before Tad and me at the bitter end in 72. Who might it have been? That's why the swing in weather is so... <laughs> oh, it's totally different. We're dueling conversations here. So my resentment towards Cruz isn't due to that. What's Cruz? I think he means Bruce. Damn it. So simple. Oh, my gosh, Irene. How'd you do that? Thanks. Thank you so much, Irene. I'm going to start saying goodnight, Irene, at the end of the show. <laughs> Come see me and get a watch to protect yellow car before you start the trip. Oh, gosh. Fuck. That didn't even occur to me. Are we supposed to do that, Dom? You tell me. I don't want to put that on you if you want to do that before the trip. That's a big job for you, I know. I know he's not charging us. It's part of the thing, but that's like an $850 job. I can imagine. It's up to you, John. 
Dom, 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 and Don. I, although I am getting confused because I thought Don was saying, come see me and get the car washed, and then it was Dom. It would be weird. Don, if I come to New York, do you want to ride in the yellow car? Take you across the bridge real quick. Jay and, that would be one hell of a fucking road trip video. Jay and Don's go to Jersey. That would be, <laughs> I'd watch it over and over and over. Oh, my God. That might be better than the gay vacation. Mm. Please record that if you do. If No, that's what I'm saying. If it happened, it would be one hell of a video. We wouldn't do it if, if there wasn't a reason to do it. I can't imagine. I don't do anything these days if there isn't a reason. It's like, what the fuck? If we can't, uh, if we can't double purpose everything of like, oh, can we have the moment end? That way, at least we can justify the moment. <laughs> I get it. Things I think about have to be multi-purpose. I don't have time for a single serving anything anymore. Right. You feel that about everything? Everything. Everything has to serve multiple purposes. Because there's not time in the day to do everything that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When people don't, you know, I try to say, like, our time and energy is very precious. I don't think they really get what we mean. And I don't think you really do until you're, like, a senior citizen or something. The preciousness of t time. I get that. Rich businessmen people do because, you know, everything's quantified. So it's like a money thing. Oh, time is money and all that. But right. really that doesn't even factor in. Time is way more valuable than money. Yeah, it changes. You can make more uh, money. <laughs> Can't make yeah. more time. Which is its own thing. Uh, Mike, let's uh, let's do this if I can figure out how to do it. Maybe it'll be like this. Yeah. Hey, the, there you it's, go. It's the wrong thing on the screen, but we'll get it. Let's do a quick auction check just because we haven't in a week. Right? Yeah, no, good idea. Uh, what's it called? I want to see what my organ stand is doing. Yeah, and now that I know what you mean. It was like, no, organ listing. Was it, was, you said organ stand before? Whatever you said before, I took it to mean he's harvesting his organs to pay for stuff. Uh, your organ stand is still well within reach, my friend. $195 with the yes. back walls, which is insanely cheap considering what it comes Insane. with. Insane. Um, I mean, I may outbid you on this. I will be bidding on, on it when I'm in New York. I may outbid you on this. I mean, my God. All right. <laughs> what a dick move. I don't get it. As <laughs> long as it goes in the family, that's all I care about. It would be so cool to have this set up at your place. I would the, do my podcast from behind it. For sure. You would have to. You'd have to at redo the whole thing, put those things yep. in the corner. I mean, it would just. Yep. The real factor. It's the real factor of, you know, it would be dopey to just sit. To, I don't know, whatever. If this weren't the real shit, to have it set up this way is really kind of like a dopey thing to do in your house. Agreed. But to have the real yep. shit is pretty fucking awesome, in my opinion. I think so, too. Uh-oh. Look at this. Reserve lowered to 80,000. It was 100. Yeah. Who would have that's, thought that was going to happen? That's interesting. Um it's still the wrong amount because it shouldn't be any amount and um I don't want to hurt this auction in any way, but I am saying that my personal hope is that nobody bids on this because it's not right. 
it's just not right. Um, this should uh, stay within the Worldwide Pants archive. There still is one. Um, you know, we're the physical archivist. You got Don's over there doing digital work. You got Mike up there doing uh, conversational archive work. Um, it's not an entity like Carson Productions, which is no longer around. Dave's alive. The mm -hmm. company still is in existence. You've got the younger generation, younger generation like us, trying to keep it alive once the Panthers uh, are no longer around. Um, this belongs in our archive. And I don't mean ours, yours, and mine, Nicole. I mean ours as in the Letterman archive, yeah. the official Worldwide Pants archive. Agreed. Um, I don't care who has it physically. You know what I mean? I, well, we would like to have it, obviously, at the desk for sure. Um, it's not about physical um, ownership of it. I think that was the case for a long time where it was kind of like, mm, precious, precious, keep all this stuff locked away. No, you can't see it. But now... Um, hopefully, if it does sell, it will be out somewhere. If it doesn't, I think we will end up with it somehow because that will be, there is a, like, they could do it to us through the foundation as a right. tax write-off if it doesn't sell to pay for all the rest of the goddamn stuff he is right. selling in this auction, the Cheers Bar and the All in the Family set and all those other incredible, awesome stuff, the Tonight Show set, Johnny's. Um, then maybe, uh, and then it, and then, I don't know. I don't know what happens here. But it's telling that uh, that the reserve is lowered. I did not see that coming. Keep in mind, too, we're still a couple weeks away. No, seven days away. Oh, we're getting down to it. And we're a week away. Um, but the auction hasn't even gone live yet. These would all be proxy internet ahead of time bids. Uh, oh. The auction doesn't go live until the first or the second or something like that, whatever that weekend is. Interesting. Seven days from today. Interesting. Wow. It's still too much money for the wrong stuff. It's not even complete, too. That's the other thing. You know, there's those other buildings that I'm sure will come up later. Uh, it's weird. I hope it doesn't get so low that it makes me then want to go find funding to buy the stuff yeah. just to save it, to get it in the right hands. I do. Because I don't want that. It shouldn't even be $20,000. I think you're right. The Worldwide Pants people didn't want it to have a, a value, and they threw the stuff out because, it, you know what I mean? If somebody went and got it, fine, but it's, it's not like they put locks on the dumpsters. You know, they, they allowed people to go and get the stuff, but they weren't selling it. They weren't the same person wanted to get all that stuff and had a deal in place to get it, and then it fell through at the last minute, and it all went in the dumpster. The same collector, the same owner. I think he told about it, told us about it on the show. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts? Uh, I certainly, of course, would love to see that it gets seen or used or something again. Um, man, I mean, I'm the biggest cheerleader for the idea of sparking up pants in a bigger way. And so if that were to happen, some of these assets would be, I think, valuable. But I mean, I'm of course extremely biased um, and excited about it, but that's that's what my heart's desire for it would be, for sure. Um, but you, in my mind, they're not valuable and they shouldn't be. In my mind, it's more of a, uh, I don't know. 
how do I describe this? Because like I want to say it's artwork, because in yep. sort of a way it is artwork, but artwork does have value in you. But it, it's in my mind. I, I hate to use the words that the commissar used to use all the time, but in my mind, it's actual legitimate conservation. Yes. And I mean, that's what we've been doing this whole time. That's why we cover this shit every night when we're done. That's why we're taking such good care of it. That's, it's not because we're going to sell it at an auction one day. It's because one day it'll go to a museum or it'll be used by the next person who wants to do a show like this. I don't fucking know. Yep. I was watching Dave's last show because we're at the anniversary week of Dave's uh, going off the air. And so I watch it every year at this time. And I mean, in Dave's final speech before he introduced the Foo Fighters, he mentioned Kathleen Ankers by name. And to me, really, like, it's yeah. So to me, it's important. It's important stuff. And, 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 you know, she's no longer with us, but her legacy is the stuff that she made is. And in my mind, you're right. It's, it doesn't, you know, if, if it can be used and seen, I think you're right. It is priceless. That's the way I see it. It's not a commodity uh, to be traded like other collectible items in my mind. Um, but that's, again, I'm extremely biased. But Same like here. the moment I hear Dave say Kathleen Anchors' name, I'm grinning ear to ear. Wow. Because all those years later, you know, he's talking about her on the very last broadcast. Like She died in 02, if memory serves correct. So that was fucking forever ago before. What, yeah. what, what did he... I don't Was he mentioning a bunch of people? Like, I, I'll go back yeah. and watch that show. I don't recall it happening. Yeah, he went through the list. Uh, it was the very last speech that he gave before he said thank you and good night. And here's wow. the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Don's garage got sued by Dom. Hilarious. That's <laughs> funny, Don. That's hilarious. Do I? <laughs> yeah, I'll get it in for you. If you need me to come to you, I can for sure. You're crazy, man. You're so awesome. Thanks, Dom. Tom's awesome. Yeah, you really are. Only if we can break into Dave's storage facility. Well, here's where it's so fucked up. I mean, I know where it is. <laughs> I won't say anything other than that, but accidentally in life, I know where it is. Wasn't looking for it. They fucking showed it to us. You've seen it too. You just don't know it. Fingers moving faster than brain happens. TMI, Mike. <laughs> Don't forget the paintings. You're right. I'm getting there. Does he mean the doors? Or is he talking about something else? Uh, 675 on the doors. Yeah. Man, these doors are... It's funny because I, I want the doors so badly, but I can't... Um, imagine anybody else does. Like, why the fuck does anybody else want these? I can't figure out, um, in a million years, I cannot figure out why these doors are more than the organ stand right now. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Don't tell anybody. Well, as Don's pointed out, there's only 10 viewers, and I assure you they're all, <laughs> they're all going to let us go for it. <laughs> uh, when I was talking to Walter, he put in a bit on the sign he was talking about how the sign would be cool um yeah i told him uh he should get it for the office i was like you should you should just 
bid the fuck out of that and get it for the office because it, it was actually yours. But here, so now, now this is what I'm talking about. Bringing it back full circle, why the fuck is Worldwide Pants in a position to now be bidding on their old shit that they technically own? Right, I agreed. That's where this whole thing, it, it, the entity is still in existence. That's where it gets muddy for this Different. one. It's not it's Carson. It's not an estate, it's a person. Not Carson, it's not Cheers, it's not all in the family. Mm. Don't get me started. Jay's getting heated again. <laughs> Aloha, guys. Just driving home from work. Take care. Aloha, Gunner. We will Aloha. not be driving to Hawaii. Carson Entertainment Group is still alive and kicking. I agree, Don's. Except, um, and I know because uh, I know you've had your dealings with Jeff uh, Satsang and stuff. My point to that is, oh God, this is, this is too inside and nitty-gritty to get into on the show. But, Don's, you'll follow me here. Carson Entertainment gave up their ownership when Carson left NBC. And that, at that point, the Worldwide Pants entity, which had already been created during the A&E debacle and all of that, they took over that ownership. So if there is any ownership to be given of this stuff away to James Commissar 30 years ago, whatever the fuck, it should have come from Worldwide Pants and not from Carson Entertainment. And that is where the waters get very muddy. And I didn't really, it's not my place to say that stuff here, except if push comes to shove with pants where they're having to bid on their own stuff it doesn't make sense it feels wrong now i mean you've been paying for storage and you're paying to fucking take care of stuff for you okay fine then there's a then there's a figure that gets attached to it you know what i mean then we you get paid a stewardship fee for 25 years worth of uh, taking care ending her yeah Agreed. I'll write that check. I'll get. I'll write that check because I know I could get it back from Worldwide Pants. Agreed. Jay, and Don's. And Don's. Would Worldwide Pants actually own that stuff, or would NBC be the rightful owner of what you're talking about? Like, well, that that would to be determined by attorneys and not me. But but my point okay. is that the co ownership was. Carson Entertainment and NBC Productions for years and years until yes. Carson went off the air and then the ownership of Late Night was NBC Productions and Worldwide Pants, not Carson Entertainment. Right. Oh, yeah. You can no, watch no, it no, in I the credits at, at any show. So it's as though they took over that Carson Entertainment participation in the business venture. Right. But I'm thinking if they stole the desk... At the party, or not the desk, the chairs. Um, at the party, that, that wasn't would about ownership, that... Mike. Mike, Mike, that wasn't about ownership. That was about okay. not using it on the air. The, sh the new show okay. wasn't supposed Fair to enough. look anything like the old show, and so they did a little okay. bit of, you know, according okay. to Kathleen. But it wasn't about we own that stuff; it's ours. Do you know what I'm saying? It, what there was no fine. It's not about that. It was about keeping it away from Dave and CBS. Right. Just like the top 10 okay. and the stupid Petrix and all the other crap they tried to keep. Okay. I mean, that's the information I have and how I understand it. I am far from, you know, more. I bet if you asked Morty that question, he'd have a, a more uh, involved answer. Yeah, actually, I, I want to ask him about it. Um, because, like, when you say it's Worldwide Pants bidding on their own stuff, or is it Worldwide Pants bidding on NBC stuff, or is the answer somewhere in the middle? Like that's 
you can either help my point or you can poke holes in it, <laughs> which will only help James Commissar <laughs> and his auction. I'm saying that Worldwide Pants ha- is entitled to a partial ownership of that. If NBC 100%. gave it away without getting Worldwide Pants' approval, that shouldn't have right. happened. It shouldn't right. have happened. It, it, it wasn't... And I'm glad you clarified that point. I think that point's important, what you just said. That's, that's, that's bang on. I think even in the last, let's see, what was Gary Shandling? It was the second to last episode of Late Night, right? Don's can verify. I'm pretty sure it was the second last. It was the yeah, Gary Shandling the interview week. where he kept asking, what are you going to do with the set? What's going to happen to the set? Because Gary was one of those people that, that cared about that stuff. Gary kept his Leary Sanders set in the garage at the Brentwood house. Gunnar Mensch has seen it, who <laughs> was just here checking in from Aloha land. Um, it's all very convoluted. It's all been, there's been so much time passed, and no one except for me cares. But I care a lot. And luckily, a lot of you care about us and me and this whole thing. So, Full circle. Uh, I agree. Don't put a price on that piece. Vulgar to do so, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kathleen, 2001. There you go. Mm. 2001, she passed away. And can finally find the music log. Yes, we will go <laughs> to NBC and find that music log. I, it's probably been digitized, don't you think? The paintings in front of the organ thing. Oh, I, th- that's when I was going. That's hilarious that you would say that. They used to, they had a deal with some gallery in Manhattan, uh, and they would have actual oil paintings sent over to the show, and they would display them in front of Paul's organ stand, this, this very one. And it, uh, it, was, it was very funny. Sometimes they didn't get it. Sometimes Paul would rotate it in the middle of the episode to see if that's a little better. Um, yeah, I totally remember that, Don. I can't believe you do. I don't, did they do that a long time? It was in the 90s. The first show I went to was like Halloween of uh, 92, and they were doing it then. Although I guess in the old days, they used to do it with sculpture and stuff. I remember that, like stuff from the Museum of Natural History. It became an inside talk, talking pants. Here we go, talking pants. <laughs> so let's, go to, the, let's yep. go to see the other stuff and see if they lowered uh, any kind of uh, reserves on, say, All in the Family. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Hundred grand still on that. No bids. So maybe you're starting to get nervous over there. Maybe that's what's going on. It's the worst time to have this auction. I know we've said that before. The worst possible time. How about the Tonight Show set? Hundred grand, still no reserve. Oh no, hundred grand. Current bid, hundred grand. So the wow. Tonight Show set will sell. That's cool, right? Is that what I'm seeing here, buddy? Do you see that right? It's very tiny. Uh, it looks like, yeah. Next looks bid like is the next bid is 105. Yep. All right, so that's cool. So the Tonight Show set will sell. No issues with that. Johnny Carson deserved to give away his Tonight Show set. And then this is funny to me, this Jay Leno desk over here for 10 grand. I don't know if that sells. It's not, it was used for a very short amount of time. This was the desk from when, um, I, this is going to be a deep cut here, folks. Do you remember when the, 
Queer Eyes for the Straight Guy. No, the, what's the name of that show? Queer Eye for the Straight Queer Guy? Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. The guys from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy redid the Tonight Show set in the 90s or 2000s or whenever that show was on, 2000s, I guess. And so this was their desk from the Queer Eyes Tonight Show set remodel. I know, it seems convoluted. I don't remember it, so it was probably short-lived. It was supposed to be a contemporary take on the Johnny Carson desk, as were the chairs. And it is a contemporary take on the Johnny Carson desk, but not, um, I don't know, 10 grand. I don't know. If it were memorable, maybe, but you have to tell people what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Here you go. Piven. Why would you choose a Piven as the picture? What the heck? That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Why Piven? (laughs) You know, Jay. Oh, my God. Tell me a little bit about Entourage. Nothing's going over there on Entourage. Funny. Funny, funny, funny. But meanwhile, if the Letterman desk were alone for ten grand, I would be like, I would have, I don't know, I, <laughs> I'd, I'd, fig- I'd do it. You know, I, like I can't justify any of this in my head. I hate that it's even here and that we're looking at it that we could. I get that. I get all of it. <sighs> on and on and on. Nobody cares but me. <laughs> uh, late night stuff isn't WWP, WPIs. Uh, it's NBCs. I, I think you're right. I think it's both, Jay's. Jay, uh, I think I, it's both. It, it would be both. It would be both. I mean, the show was produced and owned by both entities at the end. So, I mean, I, I understand when it comes to licensing, Don, when it comes to clips and stuff, but physical property is different. Physical property is different. It falls under assets of the show, just like uh, office supplies and co- equipment and computers and the other crap. Right. Carson ceased late ownership the day Johnny retired. Right, right, right. There you go. So he's agreeing. Oops, you've just... <laughs> no, but it's great to have you confirm it. PBS sued, then retracted the late... Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I heard about that later, though. I think I read it in a book, obviously, or something. Don's, you probably remember. I care, Di... Oh, thanks, Irene. So Shanling ended up taking the clock. He did take the clock. He ticked the clock. Supposedly, the clock was with the Larry Sanders set in his uh, garage. Man, I would love that clock now. And I bet it got thrown out because nobody would know what it is. It looked like junk. Hey, Jay, did you hey, hear Mike. about the, the thing that Morty put on our episode of the Letterman podcast? The music log is now in storage. Never scanned another reason for the resentment. Hilarious. You deserve that. You deserve that. Museum pieces, May 1986. Hilarious. And I saw Archie's chair at the Smithsonian. Me too. The the two chairs and the table between. I saw them too in that little glass case, along with uh, Chewbacca and uh, no, not Chewbacca, C3PO and R2D2. Don Giller's bidding on Jay's desk. Um, Mike, yes, go ahead, buddy. Sorry, uh, a few points ago, it said something about Shandling's uh, stuff. The clock. Um, yeah. So on, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but when on Morty Part One on the Letterman podcast, he brought the American Television Award from the Larry Sanders show that was given to Dave, Morty ended up with it, and we started talking about Sanders, and he pulled it off the mantelpiece, and he showed it. 
That's awesome because uh, it was made for the show, right? That was a prop piece because it was happening in the show. They got that award in the Larry totally. Sanders show. Yeah, Letterman got it. But in the show, and then they had the family. little meeting backstage yeah. where he was holding it, and that's yeah, where he yeah, said, yeah, hey, yeah. who are you choosing, Tom Snyder, all that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that was just a prop from the show, and Morty still has yeah. it. So you see what I'm saying? Yep. You see what I'm saying about how these are sentimental people? I don't want to make an enemy out of the guy or this auction because I really do have a feeling this stuff ends up back here at the end of the day. I just, um, I mean, it's so misrepresented here that Morty, the executive producer of the show, said that's not the stuff, that's not the set. I never would have approved that. Hilarious to me. Um, buddy, let's see. Did I ever send? No, I didn't do it right. And I don't need to do it now. It's okay. Uh, we've, we've gone on and on enough about this, haven't we? <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm glad we checked it out. I wanted to see. Um, what was it? Oh, the Cheers Bar. Let's check the Cheers Bar real quick. That's the last thing. Because that had uh, a bid last time that we think belonged to a friend of ours. Where the hell is it? They took it off. Did I miss it? There it is. 155 it's up to. 155, which is almost 200,000 with the buyer's premium. They are going to be really disappointed when they get this because it is so fucking busted. <laughs> Poor guy never really got time to restore this one. This was one of the last things he, he got in his collection, James, uh, before you know having to liquidate. Um, so he never really got to do like the full... Jamesar, James Commissar treatment on it. Right. I think they kind of did, you know, a little bit of a, a, a facelift and that's it. Um, $155,000 is crazy. But if it's that now, I mean, that's a quarter million plus in the auction, I bet. It's wild. All you need right. are two guys with a checkbook and an ego. Well, they were here. You saw that, right? I mean, you know who I'm talking about. They were here. There was two guys here that fit, meet that description. Um, I'm thinking if there are this many bids, there are probably a lot of people with that, with that feeling. And if any of them are uh, alcoholics, <laughs> it's going to go a long way. Uh, just because of, you know, it's, there's so much sentimentality from that show anyway. And if you yep. like drinking rooms and taverns and stuff and that's your happy place i mean like that's and you win. got a basement big enough for this you got money and that's a win it's literally the bar is the easiest part to replicate that's the hilarious part like if you're going to build a cheers bar in your house your basement your storefront whatever the bar is the easiest part not the same no I guess you're right but if it were done uh, the same it would be the same you know what I'm saying <laughs> if you saw this in person it wouldn't uh, it doesn't have the same appeal it's just really beat up I don't know I can't wait to see what happens now I'm excited now I'm excited I'm glad we went back to the cheers <laughs> bar well I, it's 
says that there is action in other places on this auction. It's not like the auction isn't doing yeah. well. No, it's doing great in other places. It's right. just the late night stuff is not the pocket. Good. Also, and not does anybody? I don't want to. <laughs> It seems to me that any type of Letterman fan in the world that would ever go for this stuff would be very aware of us and our little thing here because of their love for the Letterman of it all. So I don't understand how there's going to be some fan who comes out of the woodwork that nobody ever knew about. Like, it's me. I'm the guy. I'm that guy. So who the heck is going to then... It's a good question. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Who the fuck is the buyer? I don't know who anyone else is. It's weird. I've also kind of let it go, which in my life, the moment I do that is typically when things come for me. To me, magnet-wise. Right. Come for me. Jaws. <laughs> Grim Reaper. No, not a prop piece. The award ceremony was real and actual. Yeah, but they didn't shoot it there, Don. They didn't shoot Keep the going. Larry Sanders show there. They shot a little, they did a little blurb over at CBS Radford. I mean, that's probably why Dave was in town. I believe that. But you're saying they used the real award in the show, not a prop piece. Is that what you're saying? Mr. Mann? You have footage? No, of the award. <laughs> Again, two different things. Perhaps, maybe two different things. Uh, oh, Gunner's still here. Should ask Gary's cousin who got some of his furniture out of the house. Mike Shandling about the clock. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting call. Uh, it's too dark. You can't really see it. It was just a regular clock, like the top right corner over here, Gunner. <laughs> just literally just a regular clock, and it was mm -hmm. wrapped in tape uh, and painted teal. Yeah, they had to, like, cut it loose or something, didn't they? Like, it was really on there. Yeah, it was just taped on years earlier, and I, I, I it was a funny moment because, like, Dave thought it would just be fun. All right, yeah. bust the clock, I'll give it to Gary. And then it, it turns into this whole <laughs> thing where, like, every union guy in the building is now working on this thing, and they're eating up good interview airtime on the second-to-last show. Like, everything about it is perfect. Yep. It's another version of the uh, the forklift and, the, and the, the parking tickets with the desk for me. It's so... More, they bit off more than they could chew, and uh, and that's familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike got pieces that Gary brought bought from my gallery here in Hawaii. Beautiful, beautiful. Cool. Uh, shout out to the Harbor Gallery, by the way. If you're ever on the Big Island of Hawaii, go check out the Harbor Gallery, owned by Gunnar Mensch, um, the PCA president of that uh, region, and a former friend of Gary Shanling. Is it former friend? Still a friend. It's not a former friend. That sounds wrong. But a friend friend to the late Gary Shanley. Right. I like that. Don Geller. I, I do have it. May 24th, 93. I wish we... Wait, wait. May 24th, 93? That's when that fucking thing was? That forklift? A month before they went off the air? No. Oh, no. no it's the second the to last ceremony. episode. Second to last episode is May 20th. Right, right, right. That's Gary Shanley. He's saying the award ceremony. Are you shitting me? He is that possible? He has footage of the award ceremony. But the, the award, but the, hang on, the award ceremony 
is on the same night of Gary Shandling's final appearance? Or June? June 24th was final appearance. Don's did, uh, did late night go off in May or June? It was June, June 25th. I which it was means June. June 24th would have been his last appearance. Damn, I almost got... You saw it. You all saw it. You tripped up there. That's the problem. When, when you're actually talking to the Dons yesterday. on this, you better make sure your shit's right, because he knows. <laughs> Shanley actually presented the award on stage. No, I know, but that's not in the... <laughs> but have you seen Larry Sanders, Don Giller? Because there's a scene in Larry Sanders that was very clearly not at the actual awards ceremony. They had, like, fake curtains. It was like a fake backstage type of thing that was done over here at Radford on the, on the Larry Sanders thing. But if they did it at the same time, that would make perfect sense. And in hindsight, I feel like they probably talked about that appearance when Gary was on a month later. I, oh, I bet. Dunce, you have the Gary Shandling show, Larry Sanders show on, uh, on your logged? We have those. I'll take a look. And we'll get to the bottom of this when we get back. June. Thank you. June 25th, <laughs> final show. So June 24th, final Gary Shandling appearance. June 25th was, stop bending the shafts! Stop bending the shafts! You're bending the shafts! Shecky Green. Slappy White, wasn't it? Or Slappy White, not Shecky Green, Slappy White. What did I just say about getting your shit together when Don's is around? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the plug, been watching while driving. This is a crazy auction. Too bad shipping to Hawaii costs so much. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no shit um, alright well we've done it we've gone very long we were, we were done in an hour and here it is an hour and 40 so guess what it is uh, I told you all the things I think I needed to tell you we're going on a road trip we'll probably be gone before we get back into the studio so I'm thinking we'll check in from you which for the <laughs> what are the words I'm trying to use we'll check in from the road I'm thinking next <sighs> computer plugged in there struggling <laughs> plugging the computer in oh we forgot to make toast maybe we'll make toast uh, if we're still here on tuesday if this show is still here that's the clock and i remember that moment he goes frozen at the last at the moment of my last appearance frozen in time the moment of my last appearance that was a that was an electric night and so bringing that up in the same I love that. In the same um, interview, in the same uh, segment, Gary keeps asking Dave, what are you going to do with the set? And Dave says, the set is not ours. It's for NBC to you know, do whatever with. Um, the conversations about, you know, they, had, they, they already had the Ed Sullivan Theater locked. They already had set designs going back and forth with the network trying to get approval and whatever, new and old, although CBS probably didn't give a shit, but NBC had to approve it because it couldn't look too much like late night. Um, so all of those things were already taking place. So I have a feeling he was referring to that. Both entities would have to, uh, whatever. Seems right. For shipping costs. I don't know why I left that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my problem. I can't be in my brain and thinking about something and in the room at the same time. So let's get out of the room, shall we? <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Road trip. Yeah. Big loop. Suggestions? I don't know if we got any suggestions, but it was great talking to everybody. Uh, anything you want to talk about? I think we covered that. Um, thank you to Mike for showing up. Thank you to Don Giller for showing up. Thank you to you at home for showing up. We are grateful that you tune in. Uh, we love doing the show with you. It's not fun to do it without you. We tried that for a long time. Once we went live and could have you with us, it became infinitely more... Um, infinitely more. It's <laughs> infinitely more now, thanks to you. So, well done. Uh, please follow the Letterman podcast up there. Obviously, Hello Deli. It's Hello Deli NYC on Instagram. New Life of Old Nicole. I'm Porsche Life 111. The show is Cars and Comedy. We are in the late night playset. We represent the Autoimmunity Foundation. Don Giller's on YouTube. Anything else? <laughs> TLG. Get your Porsche some TLC. Come on home to TLG. Highly recommend TLG and Marco over there. Mike, Letterman Podcast. Tomorrow, your guest is Morty Part 2? Morty Part 2 tomorrow, yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, talk about a lot of great stuff, including who almost purchased Worldwide Pants. That's in that episode. So, Did you already say it? You said it on this show, right? I think you said it on the Disaster Show. Or did you did tell I me actually off say the it? air? Or did you tell me off the air? I have the answer, but I don't know if I should say it. Did you put it in a promo? Oh, or a I might have said it on the disaster show then. Okay. I was pretty flustered. I might have actually said it. Were you flustered that day? Well, well, suddenly when I realized I was doing something wrong, I was definitely flustered. Yeah, I did, but I had no idea I was doing anything wrong until, and then as soon as that happened, I was like, oh shit, what's going on? So yeah. I don't think you did anything wrong. We're getting into. You didn't do anything wrong. Or, you know what I'm saying. I didn't know anything was Oh, I've set off Jay again. I thought I was helping, <laughs> not hurting. So you're saying you did have that realization during that show? Because our feeling was at the end of that show, even after the cutoff, you didn't have that realization. Even though you didn't do anything I had wrong. the realization when you got frustrated. And then, yeah, after the cutoff, then you guys realized I couldn't hear you for a big part of it. So You're still crystal clear here. What's that? Yeah, you oh, son yeah. of a bitch. You this fucking guy, Don <laughs> Giller. Yeah. All right. Fucking I love guy. you guys. Uh, we love all of you at home. Please uh, love one another. Tomorrow, 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 uh, GVBC up at Site B, Mill Creek Summit on Angeles Forest Highway. It's the top of the peak. If you start going downhill, you've gone too far and you're blind because you missed us. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> We're on both sides of the road. You drove right past. Um, and then Sunday we'll be in Malibu. I think Reggie's going to come. I shouldn't have said that. I think Reggie's going to come. And the rest is TBD. If we're here on Tuesday, we'll be making toast with you, the home audience, here in the studio. What does that mean? Tune in. We'll find out. If we're not, then we won't be. <laughs> but if we are, we will. Uh, love all of you. Please love one another. And we'll see you out there. Good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Tom Snyder is next, and good night, Irene. <laughs> <laughs>